Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me just tell you, what happens in this episode is absolutely astonishing. You literally are going to witness somebody's life completely change by dropping a belief. And this happens in as little as 30 minutes, completely dropping a belief that's not serving them to adopt and embody a belief that will catapult their life into massive, massive places of success. We just hosted a powerful clubhouse conversation and we had a volunteer come up to the audience and go through a live submodality belief change. Now, these submodality belief change sessions are something our clients regularly get in our mind and muscle energetics program. All right, so if that's something that you want to regularly get and be able to go through things like that, go ahead and you will see a link for that. Anyways, I strongly encourage you to just listen to this entire thing and see, like, try to understand us kind of how these, because just by going through this and listening to this, you pick up major insights on how beliefs are even created. And by even picking up those insights on how beliefs are even created, oh my God, that is just value beyond value within itself. So I strongly encourage you guys to really pay attention to this episode, take notes, and Stay tuned because at the end of this episode, we offer some pretty awesome gifts. All right. So really cool giveaway. So if you want to get your hands on this giveaway, then listen to the whole episode. All righty then. And as always, thank each and every one of you. I love all of you guys. Infinitely, infinitely, never finite. I really hope you get some major value out of this. And who am I kidding? You will. All right, Jack. So what we're going to do here is we are offering to take somebody through a live submodality belief change. And Nikki, if if you can go ahead and just say really quickly what a submodality belief change is. And if this is something he wants to do, he's more than happy to raise his hand and he can go through this process right now and drop a belief within the next hour. Perfect. Okay, so Jack, what this is, we basically change what's called the internal representation that your mind holds when you think of a belief and feel a feeling in your body. So we'll take a belief that no longer serves you and that you don't wish to have because it's keeping you stuck or preventing you from doing something. And we're going to replace that with a belief that was once true and is no longer true. We're going to change the image that your mind holds and the feelings that you feel. We're going to replace them like I said, with something that was once true and it's no longer true. And we're going to take it a step further after that, and we're going to make a belief that you have that's 100% true, and we're going to map those qualities over to a belief that you want to have and that you want to be 100% true. And it might sound a little bit complicated, but it's not. I walk you through the entire process. Yeah, you can just raise your hand if that's something you would like to do. And if that is not something you would like to do, no worries. You don't have to do anything. We are not here to pressure you. Uh, Oh, there he goes. He raised his hand. It looks like this is. So let me see if I can invite him onto the stage. Okay, who just. There he goes, Jack. Good evening or good morning, whoever you are. Um, And hi, Lori. 
How are you? so great to see you. It's been way too long. <laughs> long, long time, yeah. 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 yeah, this is a fascinating discussion. Um, and, uh, yeah, what a generous offer. Um, it, uh, I did some... I did some really deep uh, self-compassion work last year for a book I was doing, and it uh, ended up doing. And uh, just the, the power of beliefs is just ridiculous. It's <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's actually impossible, meaning possible. So, <laughs> I like that. I'm really uh, I'm, I'm excited about this topic. Uh, I couldn't resist it. There were like ten rooms I wanted to go to, but this <laughs> this felt pretty deep. Good. Well, we're so glad you're here, and I'm so excited to take you through this. What What do you have a belief in mind that you no longer want to have? Um, let's see. A belief I have that I no longer want to have. Um, I'm just I'm sorting through many. I'm not trying to come up with one that I don't have. Uh, yeah. One One is um, that. So this is a, this is a deep one that came out of the work. Was um, a belief that failing is bad for me. Oh, failing is bad for you. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, that's a real one. Yeah. So, does that prevent you from taking chances on opportunities and projects in the first place because you're afraid to fail? In the end. Oh, I've, I've got a list for you, Nikki. If you want. <laughs> okay, let's do it. That's going to be really, really good. So we always like to take what the unconscious mind comes up with first. So failing is bad is going to be perfect. Failing is bad for me. So what I'm going to have you do with each of these beliefs, I'm going to have you close your eyes. And I typically do this on Zoom, but I feel really comfortable since you've done some self-compassion work in the past. I'm going to have you close your eyes, and I'm going to have you let me know when you have a picture in mind when you think failing is bad for me. And just let me know when you have that picture and trust whatever comes up. It might not make sense at first, but really tap into that feeling and that thought, failing is bad for me. Mm. That's really interesting. Um, <laughs> so the image that came up was um, the D minus I got in trigonometry or one of those things in high school. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. So can you see yourself in a picture with this? Is it, is it black and white or color? Oh, that's good. Um, it's more color. Yeah. Okay. Is, does it seem near or far? Um, actually near. Yeah. Okay. Bright or dim? Uh, right in the middle. Perfect. And what's the size of the picture? Mm. In uh, <laughs> size of the picture. Does it does it feel big, small, medium? It's kind of uh, between medium and small, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And are you associated? Are you looking through your own eyes, or are you dissociated looking at yourself? Yeah, I'm looking at it through my own eyes, yeah. Okay. Is it focused or defocused? Not focused. Changing or steady? Uh, steady. Framed or panoramic? Um, Framed being like an 8 by 10 image or panoramic being really wide. Well, that's interesting. Um, it's actually framed. Okay. Movie or still? Um, 
still. Okay. And do you hear anything? No. Okay. Nothing. And what do you feel? Embarrassed. Okay. And where's the location of that embarrassment in your body? It's really in the heart area, chest, heart area, yeah. Okay. And what's the shape? Is there a shape to that? Um, it's just a square. Okay. And on an intensity scale of 0 to 10, 10 being the strongest, what would you say that intensity is? Intensity of my feeling or the, or the image? Of the, yep, the embarrassment. Oh, the embarrassment. Um, <laughs> Um, let's see, what do we got here? Yeah, really tough um, to do it. Failing is bad for me. Yeah, it's, it's, um, man, it's, it's an eight. An eight, perfect, okay. Now you can open your eyes. And now we're going to think of a belief in a thought that was once true and is no longer true. So for some people it might be like I drove a red car or I used to smoke. That's if you no longer smoke or if you ever did. Um, anything that was once true for you and is no longer true. Um, God, <laughs> I'm just, I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm really going with literally what's coming up. That's perfect. That's exactly what we want. The first thing right. mind pulls. Yep. Right. Okay. So if you can tell me what that is and then I'll, um, elicit those same qualities for that picture. Mm. Well, I didn't think God was going to come up in this thing. That's okay. That's that's okay. It's no, I, I just it's it's funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's the question? So, what is something that was once true and is no longer true? Yeah, belief in God. A okay. a God. Yeah. Belief in a God. Right. Okay. And when you close your eyes and you think of a picture, let me know when you have one. Um, it's this, you know, it, it's the classic patriarch, you know, the, the old father, you know, the father figure. Okay. And is that color black and white or that picture black and white or color? That is, um, actually black and white. Okay. Is it near or far? Uh, it's, you know, near, more, more on the near side. Okay. Bright or dim? Um, between. Okay. And is there a size to the picture? Small, medium, large? It's the same size, actually. Same, same, uh, yeah. Very cool. And are you looking through your own eyes? Are you associated or dissociated? Um, my own eyes. Okay. Is it focused or defocused? Uh, focused. Changing or steady? Steady. Framed or panoramic? Um, kind of between the two. Okay. Movie or still? Still. And do you hear anything? Um, no. Nothing? Okay. And what do you feel? Uh, let me see how. Um, 
I feel silly. Like, I can't believe I believe that. So silly, you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And where's the location of that feeling of silliness? Uh, let's see. That is, location is kind of, uh, interesting, like, behind my, kind of behind my eyes, like the back of my head. Okay. And is there a shape to it? Okay. And what's the intensity on a scale of 0 to 10, 10 being the strongest? Um, 5. Okay. Perfect. Now you can open your eyes again. Okay. Now what we're going to do, I'm going to have you bring to mind the picture of you seeing the D- minus that you got in trigonometry in high school. So the, the image you have with failing is bad for me. Okay. And then what we're going to do, we're going to switch the qualities of that picture to the qualities of belief in a God, and that's going to make that belief, that internal representation, once true and no longer true, okay? Sound good? Yeah. Okay, so go ahead and close your eyes, and I want you to let me know when you bring, when you have that picture in mind, when you think about failing is bad for me. Yeah. Got it? Okay. I want you to change the color of the picture to black and white like belief in a God. And I want you okay. to, I want you to keep it near and keep it in between bright and dim. But I want you to change the image of you getting a D minus in trigonometry in high school to that classic patriarch father figure, like belief in a God. I want you to keep the size the same okay. and stay associated and focused and keep it steady like a belief in a God. But I want you to change it from being framed to somewhere in the middle between framed and panoramic, like belief in a God. Yeah. And I want you to keep it still and stay hearing nothing at all. But I want you to take that feeling of embarrassment in your heart and chest area and change it to that feeling of silliness behind your eyes and the back of your head. And I want you to change the intensity from an 8 to a 5. And when you have all those changes locked in place, you can open your eyes. And let me know when your eyes are open. Yeah, they're open. Okay, perfect. So that's the first step. So when now when you think about feeling is bad for me, does it feel any different yet? Yeah, it, it, yeah it's, it's pretty powerful. Okay. Yeah. Now we're going to think about a belief that you know to be 100% true. Like, without a doubt, all of your certainty, you know this is 100% true. So some people might be like, I love my wife, love my kids, I love, I mean, whatever comes up for you is perfect. So... What are you asking? Are you going to ask me to name that? Or yep. What? yep, name that belief. Whatever oh, okay. belief comes up for you, that's 100% true. Because yeah. what we're going to do now is figure out the belief opposite. You want to believe that, like, failing is bad for me. We're going to figure out the belief that you want instead. But first we need to okay. figure out a belief that we can make it 100% true from. Okay, got it. So the more certain, the better. Okay, so what is that? You can just tell me. 
the whole trick to this is really going with the first images. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not questioning them. The hundred percent true is that um, science will save us. Science will save us. Okay. Now, when you close your eyes and think about science will save us, really tap into that that feeling and let me know when you have a picture in mind. Redwood forest. Redwood forest? Yep. Perfect. Okay. Is that color black and white or color? That's color. Near or far? Uh, Far. Bright or dim? Dim. Is there a size to the picture? Panoramic. Okay. Are you associated looking through your own eyes or dissociated looking at yourself? Yeah, I'm associated. Okay. Focused or defocused? Uh, focused. Changing or steady? Uh, it's, it's pretty, it's a, it's a little bit, little bit changing. Okay. Is it a movie or still? It feels more like a movie. Okay. Do you hear anything? Uh, yeah, I do. I hear wind. Yeah. The wind? Okay, perfect. And does that sound yes. of the wind, is that coming from a specific direction? Is it all around you? Mm, yeah, it's more all around. Okay. And is it coming from inside your head, or does it seem external? Uh... Inside. Okay. And is it loud or soft? Uh, medium. Perfect. And what do you feel? Uh, peace. 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 Beautiful. And where's the location of that peace in your body? Um, I, interestingly, it's, um, it's like my throat chakra. Cool. Okay. And is there a shape to that, that feeling of peace? Um, no, it's kind of, no, there's, it's, it's not a, there's no, there's no specific form. Okay. And what's the intensity on a scale of zero to 10, 10 being the strongest? I would say it's a seven. Seven? Okay, perfect. Okay, you can open your eyes. That was great. So now, what is the belief you want to have that is opposite failing is bad for me? What is something that will serve you? Um, well, it's, it's, uh, it's, my, it's my mantra that I say that okay. I would love to live into, which is to live. Um, my belief is that, that it's important for me to fail Often feel well and feel um, feel off and feel well and uh, I guess that's about it. Yeah. Okay, so it's important for me to feel often and feel well. And do you want yeah. to add anything to that at all? Like um, maybe to to achieve what I desire or to or is that okay. the one that you'd like to have? Well, no, that, yeah, let me, so, in order to, yeah, that's good, um, in order to, um, 
live with uh, live with uh, empathy. Ooh, okay, that's perfect. It's important for me to fail often and fail well in order to live with empathy. Okay, so when you think about that belief and you feel into that belief and you close your eyes, let me know when you have a picture. Wow. Um, <laughs> we have children in the streets of Calcutta. Amazing. Okay. And is that picture black and white? Or color? Color. Near or far? Uh, medium. Okay. Bright or dim? Bright. And is there a size to the picture? Um, it's large, panoramic. Okay. Are you associated looking through your own eyes or dissociated? Yeah, associated. Focused or defocused? Focused. Changing or steady? Changing. Movie or still? Moving. Do you hear anything? Yeah, just lots of lots of noise, lots of voices. Um, yeah, lot of lot of noise. Perfect. Okay. And where's the direction of that noise coming from? It's coming from the back background, so something contextual. It's, um, yeah. Okay, perfect. And does that feel like it's coming from inside your mind or external? I'm assuming external. External, right. Okay, loud or soft? Uh, medium. Okay. And what do you feel? Feel optimism. Optimism. Perfect. Where's that feeling of optimism in your body? Uh, that's back in the heart space. Heart space. Okay. And is there a shape to that optimism? Uh, no. It's got it's got the quality of light though, like. Um, like a, a early morning light. Ooh, okay. And what's the intensity yeah. of that that optimism on a scale of zero to ten? Ten being the strongest. It's probably a, a eight. An eight. Okay, perfect. I want you to keep that in mind. That image you have right now, the children in the streets of Calcutta, and everything that you're seeing. Just keep that, and I'm gonna. Have you keep the color the same as science will save us? But I want you to go from kind of being in between near and far to far, like science will save us. I want you to change the picture from being bright to dim, like science will save us. And I want you to stay associated and keep it focused. But I want you to change it from changing to just kind of changing. And keep it panoramic and a movie. But I want you to go from hearing lots and lots of noise and lots of voices to just hearing wind. And I want that noise to go from being in the background to being all around you. Feel that wind all around you. And I want you to feel that optimism in your heart space. 
I want you to change it to peace in your throat chakra, like science will save us. And I want you to take that, that feeling of optimism that you changed to peace in your throat chakra. And I want you to take the shape from a quality of light to no specific form, like science will save us. And change the intensity from an eight to a seven, like science will save us. And when you have all the changes locked in place, you can open your eyes and let me know when they're open. Okay. Okay. So how was that for you? Well, well, on on a cognitive level, that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. On on an emotional level, um, I could feel the shift going on. It's at a really freaking deep level, so that's that's how I felt, Jack. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Yep, I can like, say the same." What, what just happened? Yeah. And I actually, you know, know some, you know, the techniques and what Nikki's doing, but she, it's like you you can't really do it for yourself. Like you got to have that space held, and it's like, yeah. it's so powerful. Yeah. And yeah, that, that image and that feeling that you have right now is yours to keep. That's one thing, especially since you said at a cognitive level, the less we try to over-intellectualize these things, the better. Because we pick up these um, internal representations really quickly, and we can drop them or ship them or swap them just as quickly. So when you think about feeling is bad for me, how does that belief feel for you now? Because a lot of times people don't feel like it's true anymore. You know... Seriously, I, you know, you can't, I can't believe it. You know, it's, it's it's not, you know, there's no way to go. You can't go back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like the Easter Bunny. You know, you can't go back and say, well, maybe there was, maybe there is. I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's um, definitely a, a belief shift, and um, yeah, it's really really interesting. Uh, what is this called again? This is called a submodality belief change. It's an NLT, NLP technique. It's an NLP technique. Oh, yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, I studied NLP when it first came out. Awesome. And and um, and I the problem at that time I was like really young. Uh-huh. I mean it's it's an old technique, but it's like almost nobody knows about it. Yeah. And uh, and. I used it with clients, never used it on myself, never had it done to me. So in other words, I book learned it and then, yeah. you know, uh, did it that way. But um, it's, uh, you know, there's no, there's no other way, there's no, you know, there's no substitute. You can't, you have to go into this, this hypnotic state in a sense. I don't know what to call it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's really powerful. Well, thank you so much for doing that. Like, really, really appreciate you being, like, vulnerable and just trusting whatever came up first and running with it. So I'm excited to see. I I think you and Lori know each other, obviously, but would love to see how things pan out for you after. Yeah. um, It's really interesting. I'm going to, well, I think what I'm, you know, what, what I'm inspired about is, 
is um, is is using. So I do a lot of coaching. I do leadership coaching uh-huh. for the most part, and um, and it'll be interesting to see how this can incorporate in my work. I don't mean the actual technique, you know, because I don't yeah. have the, I don't have the, I really don't have the, the uh, space to do that. But just some of the uh, the transitions that you made, you know, just just introducing some of that. It's just really powerful. So glad, yeah. Well, again, I appreciate you so much taking the time to even be here and chiming in and sharing your knowledge, too. So so here's a, here's a question I have for you guys. Right? So I show up, and I, I show up in a room every night about this time. Lori pings me, and I'm like, oh, God, I haven't seen Lori in forever, so i got to do that again. <laughs> you know? So I'm, I'm you know, obligated to show up. And then I, nobody's here. And I ran a room last night. It was like this. We had like four people. And people came and went the entire hour uh, because they were like, oh, my God, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, I don't want to be on stage. I don't want to talk. How would you do this? How do you do this in a, in a room of, of 20 or, or 200? You know, it's really just letting, making sure that they feel comfortable for one. Um, and that's, Lori said it in the beginning. I tend to make people feel safe pretty quickly. Uh, I don't know if you felt that too, but I think it just depends on the person. And if they don't want to, that's fine too. I typically do this on a one-to-one basis with my coaching as well. But I really do think that if the person feels safe um, and they're open like you were, like you just ran with it, um, if they're willing, then they're going to reap the, the benefits too. So I try not to assume that, you know, even if it was a room full of 200, that someone wouldn't want to do it but yeah you never know but what do you think the other what so there's 200 people in the room what do you think the other 196 people are doing while like you're, you're working with me what, what are they all doing i think some of them are wondering what's happening for you um because i've had so many of these powerful sessions like literally the things that can change after just one session i don't Honestly, I don't even, I wouldn't think about what those other people are thinking because my energy and focus is so concentrated on the person I'm working with. Like I'm yeah, so yeah. on you and really wanting to make sure that what we're doing here is powerful that I don't even like, I'm not, not quite sure what they're thinking, but <laughs> I'm I, I can tell you. you, yeah, even just me listening, I was very intrigued by witnessing the process. Yes, yeah. that's what it I is. Mean, it was, it's, it is so, it's even powerful as an observer just to see the space being held for you to go back and forth and the images that came up and the idea of the change that was being made just watching that whole thing knowing that I've been through it I was like this is so cool to also observe so I think there's value in that I think it will prompt people to be curious if they are engaged in listening and it may make them think what are other beliefs I could do that with? What, what do I have in my way? When you said, you know, failing is bad for me. That was such a cool, I was like, Oh, Oh, that's gold. Wow. Let's get rid of that. So I was like cheering you on. Like, let's get rid of that. (laughs) It brings me so much joy to know that we can 
literally go through this process and you can come out on the end of 20 minutes later no longer feeling it. it's true like it's, oh, it's the best yeah I just think I think from my point of view one of the coolest things to do is yeah just like Lori said is like legitimately watch somebody go through this because Jack I've been through two of these specific sessions with Nikki and just what happens internally with me is so huge but being able to like you know I'm not seeing it like I don't see you on camera or anything like that but one thing that I was really trying to pay attention to was regardless if I can see you on camera or not I can feel your energy right and whenever I did hear you say at the very beginning when you were like well feeling is bad for me that was a big one for me as well because I always got punished for my like chronic D syndrome of consistently getting D's in school and whenever I, I was able to let that go you know a while back but see hearing your energy when you first said it compared to how you were secondly like at the end of everything like it's always the same sensation of feeling light it's like feeling weight come off of you because okay, yeah because yeah, you know it's like like beliefs really do have a grip on you and one of the most beautiful things about beliefs that when I dawned upon this, it made it makes dropping beliefs a bit easier. I'm not saying it just you, you realize this and you drop them instantly, but understanding that your beliefs aren't even yours. Because a lot of the time, beliefs are kind of installed by other people. Are you aware of Sad? Do you know who Sadhguru is? I don't think so. Okay, well, he... Jack, yeah, love yeah. Oh, I met him amazing. in person and oh my god, it was astonishing. But anyways, he says the most beautiful thing about the human intellect. He goes, your mind is nothing but society's garbage bin. It just opens it up and they throw what they want in there. So you're trying to climb up this hill of life or, you know, whatever you want to call it. You're trying to get to the top. But it's so difficult. You got a big old bag of, excuse my language, but a big old bag of shit on your back. And we're like, drop the bag. And you're like, well, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Until you realize you picked up a bag with the wrong name. It was just full of everybody else's opinions or everybody else's thoughts that you made your own. So that's another very beautiful like realization. Just to understand, man, these really aren't even mine but I'm attached to that story that they are, so it seems like it. But that right there in itself is, I mean, extremely powerful. So I just wanted to go ahead and, like, throw that out there. When you think about that, Adrian, too, you know, three years old, I'm experiencing the world, and I see and hear what everybody else is doing and saying. And then four and five and six and seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, my experience is how these people are responding to whatever it is that I do, whatever I say, however I show up, and that just continues to layer on. So it is everybody else. Because as an infant, I know nothing except how people look at me. And when I cry, what they do. <laughs> and when I laugh, what they do, right? And so we build that whole image of who we are based on seeing everything else out there and until we realize that that is not who we are mm. all that stuff that we saw beautiful so that, let me be able to let that go <laughs> but like the way you just said that like it just kind of it just clicked in a different way for me i was just like oh yes 
the memory like that I had with Nikki when we did the submodality belief change was of me at five years old sitting in the bathroom with my mom and what she was saying and doing. And yet I was carrying that around as my identity still. And yet it was me seeing her and hearing her. Absolutely. So that's not me. That's what I saw and heard. <laughs> but yet I thought it was me. So, yeah. yeah Absolutely. And by the oh, way, I see. I love you guys. Yes. By the way, I see Pat. I see Patrick hopping in here, and I saw him come off a of mute. So something must have just came up right now. Patrick, we're nearing the end of our conversation about beliefs, and we just took Jack through a submodality belief change and help him drop the belief that failure is bad for him, and now it's gone. So that's awesome. And I just want to know what comes up for you whenever we, whenever you, whenever you just hear the topic of beliefs, because I know that you're deep into the mindset um, coaching space as well. So what do you have to say about beliefs? Hey, Adrian. Thanks for having me on stage. It's been a while. It's good to hear your voice again. Um, so I was listening to what Boris said about having this belief that was caused. It was decided back when she was five years old. And it brought me back to some of the studies of Bert Hellinger, who was a scientist. He was a German scientist. He did a study on beliefs, and the study was on family constellations. And he scientifically proved that we have these beliefs that are decided from not only from that age of, of birth to seven, but also seven generations on our mother's side and seven generations on our father's side. And these are suffering Whoa. obligations of love that we take unconsciously. And we, we walk through life with these unconscious beliefs until we realize that they're there and we can choose to let go of them. So that was just what, I, what was on my mind. But that thanks to... Yeah, that's interesting. Can you repeat the study, or I mean, like the yeah, part, like Patrick, the yeah? Awesome. I, I actually want to like look what, into my that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, have your parents? Yes, got it. Family constellations. Okay. And the study was done in the early nineteen nineties. Huh. And he actually, I believe that the. The beliefs can be passed down even further than that. But that was just as much as he could scientifically prove the seven generations. But in my experience, I've been back like eight to nine generations. I've seen others go back as much as a thousand. Same here. Yeah, when I love that, that you brought that study up. Because when we do a process called mental emotional release... Uh, sometimes it goes into past lives, and you don't know how far back. They know. They can feel it. They go back. But um, scientifically speaking, that's great that they could prove seven seven generations back. Uh, so thank you for that, Patrick. Yeah, you can. Yeah, thank you very much, Pat Patrick. It made me think, too, of you know some of the studies and work that I've explored around epigenetics, which definitely has a generational Ooh. connection. Um, but when we realize that every emotional experience is energy and it is also has a magnetic signature and when we begin to explore quantum physics and you realize there is no linear time 
it really all starts to come together to realize all of those emotional states have a signature and are available at any point in time. You know, it absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, my brain still wants to read the science. <laughs> yeah. <I'm, laughs> Even though I'm like, no, I get it. Like, it's just, just clicking. <laughs> when spirituality meets science, it's, oh my God, it is like, it is like the biggest freaking hooray. Because they're like, oh my God, there's a tangible something that we can like actually say, look, this is like straight up science. And that's why I'm a big fan of like I don't know if y'all guys have read the book but I strongly recommend y'all read the book um biocentrism by Dr. Robert Lanza it's about consciousness being the only thing that exists and there's so much thing like projects I mean experiments that actually prove that so anything science related with the spirituality thing yeah get mixed up with that cool. yeah so Adrian I had a book for you I know that you're a big reader so this book is called The Brain That Changes by Norman Deutsch. I don't know if you've read it. No, hold on. The Brain That Changes. All right. I'm getting that down. That sounds interesting. Yeah, Norman Deutsch. You know what? We we actually have a, a book club, man. I think you would you would definitely um enjoy it. However, really quickly, guys, we are getting ready to end um the conversation here. So, um, Jack, if there's any last minute things you wanted to say about your experience today or, um, you know, Lori, if there's anything that you would like to say, Patrick, any last words about um, beliefs before we kind of close this room out? Well, I could I could just add one thing. I, I think um, this has a contribution, I think. Um, so I did a book on the, 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 um, the new science of emotion last year and. And uh, the, what the new science says is that everything we do is based on our emotions. Mm-hmm. And all of our emotions are based on our language. And so the process, Nikki, that you, you uh, went through with me was this complete redesign, redesign of, of, of language, which ends up redesigning my emotions and my whole perspective of the world. So, wow. Yeah. And, and so the way it's said is that, uh, and the emotional level is that emotions are not triggered. They are composed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a mic drop. Right? I, I, was, I was literally about to say that was a mic drop. <laughs> We're in sync, man. We're in sync. On the same wavelength. Yeah, I wanted to check that out. Yeah, if you guys, if you guys uh, DM me uh, uh, through Instagram, I think I will send you a PDF of the book. It's called "The Poetry of Human Emotion." Oh, that's a good ass name. Yes, I'm gonna. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, dude, for sure, man. I'll go ahead and I'll de- I'll I'll, I'll uh, connect. I just followed you here on Club Patrick. I followed you here too, but I'll follow you here um, and I'll connect with you on uh, Instagram there. But yeah, that well, I'm really interested. Make a complete circle here too. So what Jack said, language creates emotion, but our emotion creates our physiology. 
So, mm, facts. It, yeah. And so your emotional state is controlling your nervous system. It's controlling your hormonal system. So when you understand that you can start with your story and start with the language to get yourself to an emotional state that will allow you to be in the healthiest physical state, now we have the full circle and we also have your key to endless energy because your emotional state is either depleting you or renewing you. I love that. So start the language, get to the emotion. Yeah. I raise love that. Thank you. Raise your frequency. Well, thank you, Jack. That's we ha- right. Yeah, we actually um, hold these conversations every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Right? It's Eastern, right? Yeah, I think so. Every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, we hold these conversations. Um, and next week, next week, say it again. Okay, um, next week what we're actually going to talk about is we're going to get a little bit more deeper with this entire belief conversation. And my goal is on the next conversation is to introduce a perspective, a realization that a lot of us we're experiencing on. I mean, we're like it's happening on a day to day basis, but whether we're consciously experiencing it or not really determines whether you are holding on to every single belief that you hold. And by just this realization, it opens up the possibility to drop every single belief that you want in almost an instant to the point where you can pick up whatever you want and even drop it whenever it's not necessary. So next week, that is what we're going to talk about Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. So if that's something you're interested in, if you're going to get deeper into this topic of beliefs, then I strongly encourage you to put that on your calendar and we will see you next week. But before I close out, I believe Patrick had something to say. So Patrick, go ahead and um, express whatever is coming up for you. I actually forgot what I was going to say. I just got so excited with what you were sharing. Uh, that's <laughs> next week, though. All right. All right. Well, that's, that's so good to hear. Anything left, Jack, Lori, anything before we close this thing out? Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you everyone. All right, guys. Great. I love y'all. See y'all later. Bye. Yeah. And to anybody who is listening to the podcast, and if you want to hop on, imagine getting the opportunity to go through that. Imagine getting that opportunity to go through that. You know what? We might just be doing that more often. So if you don't want to miss out on your opportunity to get a belief, drop it and adopt a new one within 30 to 45. Guys, y'all saw how quick that freaking happened. Nikki is like, laser sharp and she is beautifully amazing with what she does so if you want that opportunity then i strongly encourage you to join us every single thursday at 8 p.m eastern 6 p no it's 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific standard time i believe on one of the previous podcast episodes i said 6 p.m um pacific but 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern i would love we would love for you to join us here now what we're also going to do is we're going to do a little giveaway right now a giveaway in terms of giving you the opportunity to hop on a session, one-on-one session with Nikki to go through a deep submodality belief change just like that. All right. So the way that we're doing this 
is we're going to start picking a winner a month and whoever wins will be able to go through a session with Nikki or I or any of the other coaches on our team who are trained up to do the exact same thing. So if you want to enter into this into this whole giveaway opportunity with the chance of winning a free session, and this is a one-on-one private session with Nikki or I or any of the coaches in a Zoom setting, so it'll be a safe space, this is what you got to do. All right, you ready? You ready? You ready? Okay, so what you got to do is you drop a review in the um in the uh in the Apple podcast thing go ahead and drop a review screenshot the review and send that to me on Instagram okay so you're going to drop a rating a review and you're going to screenshot the review and you're going to send that review over to me on Instagram, I recently actually just changed my Instagram handle, so let's get that right before I screw it up. All right, and that is boom, Adrian Moreno one one one. So at Adrian Moreno one one one, DM me your photo of you dropping the review. That way, I can tie the photo to the individual, and whenever we whenever we randomly. Pick the winner for that month. I will be reaching out to you via Instagram. So if this is something that you want to go through for free, only for investing your time to drop a review in the podcast and hit that, subs- hit that subscribe button, then go ahead, do that, and I will see you in the Instagram DMs. All right? See you beautiful faces next week. Thank you.